0: Um, I'm going to play two different Tea and Biscuit tracks for one for Radio Edit, one for YouTube, just because there's about hey. 10 swears. I can't 10 swears. In Lemons and Lemonade. So. They're Pauling, potty mouths. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Sheer Isolation. I am John in Cricklade and my friend Kieran is over there in Trowbridge. Hello, Kieran. Hello, John. How are you? Yes, I'm, I'm not doing too badly, thank you. L- last week I had a bit of bruising because I've had a bit of an op. That's all clearing up nicely. Nice. I've, uh, I'm on the steroids and they've worked an absolute treat and I'm now, I can now smell and everything, so I'm delighted. So I'm just going to stay on the steroids, I think. Stay on the steroids. Advice for everybody. Stay in school, kids, and stay on the steroids. So the purpose of this show is to promote the, the local music scene. Kieran, you've had a very busy week. One thing I picked up that you've been doing in particular is uh, the Glastonbury Library. That came kind of out of the blue. Um, A friend of mine, Sam, who was originally, I met him from Swindon. He was part of the Swindon scene back in sort of the early 2000s. Really, really super guy. He got a job in Bristol working for the British Library. And they themselves have a project where they have access to all the demos submitted to Glastonbury Rising. And that period was bang on my very early days of Shear, when we were working with all the local musicians from Devizes and Wiltshire in general. So there was a huge Venn diagram overlap over the people from my local community and scene and so on that were submitting demos to Glastonbury to perform at Glastonbury. So they sent me through the spreadsheet saying, Kieran, do you know any of these people or can you identify members from these bands? And the spreadsheet had four and a half thousand acts on it. What's fascinating, John, is whilst I knew a substantial amount of them, there is music and demos in submitted to Glastonbury from the likes of James Blunt, From Adele, from Scouting for Girls, Nine Black Alps, This Town Needs Guns, loads and loads of household established name acts. Um, And we've got their demos, their original demos. So I've been listening to the uh, TTNG, as they're now called, This Town Needs Guns, original demos. This preceded their first album. It's absolutely amazing. It's so incredible to be able to have access to this, this material. It's amazing. Uh, we have got uh, a guest as always uh, this week on Sheer sure Isolation. We have been joined by Tom Mallard, who is part of the team at the Riverbank Studios in Chippenham, which kind of is a bit of a reach out centre, get, getting youngsters and, and disadvantaged kids into music and give them a space to record and, and mingle and, and form bands together. So he's doing great work down there. He is—he's—he really is the man in tr- in Chippenham. If you need a show or you need to know anything about Chippenham's live music scene or rec- you know art scene, he's the man to contact. He will tell you or point you in the right direction. My turn to pick a track this week because Kieran is just too damn busy with his Glastonbury library to 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 worry about this little show.
1: <gasps> How
0: can you say such a thing? Anyway, what I've done is picked a track uh, from a band called Rizelle. Uh Now Roselle are Bristol based. They're kind of part of the the pop rock synthy, there's quite a lot of bands in Bristol who kind of follow that that trend they they've been around for quite a few years um but they've got a new EP coming out they've, they've announced that um in July they've got a new EP coming out and then they're going to be doing some gigs in uh, in August one of them being the the Louisiana in Bristol we haven't got this new track yet so i picked uh, what their um their, their lockdown video and their lockdown track because every band made a lockdown video with a lockdown track uh, and this one's called get out alive what i like about this Karen, you know that feeder song where they, they got a compilation of all their fans to kind of sing along, do a little carryover of what the track was. Um, but yeah, so Rizelle have done exactly the same. So uh, it's an absolute gem of a video to watch, and it's a really great track. This is from last year. Uh, the band's called Rizelle, and the track is Get Out Alive.
1: I mean
2: it. If you want to get out alive, stuck in the system, I'm the resistance. Fight for your life. Sitting at the end of a knife. In the night, they're coming for you. They've got it for you. Did it ever get through? There was no intervention. They mentioned this. You're falling too bed. Everything that's hiding underground. You know soon it will be. If you want to get
0: out alive. Now, John, tell me, did they get out alive? I would like to think so because they, they've got a new EP coming out. <laughs> well, that's pretty conclusive, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was Get Out Alive by Rizelle. Uh Kieran, do you have any product placement this week? There you go. Uh, John, I have the elusive sewer. We've, Yay, we've been talking up. about this for a few weeks. We have been waiting for it. In fact, at the front cover is a record that's been smashed. Who would do such a thing, John? Who would do such a thing? I don't know, is the answer. But if you wanted to pick up yourself some cheap vinyl, some cheap female vocal sort of grungy pop rock, uh, I think they've got, they're like shifting the last of their stocks on, on Bandcamp really cheap. I think it's a fiver. So just go and grab it and support a local band. I know we've talked about Sewer before, but do you want to give a little bit of a snapshot for people who are joining us for the first time? Yeah, Bristol-based, three-piece, two girls and a guy. Uh, I think the guy's the drummer, and then you've got the two front women, and they're absolutely fantastic singers and musicians. And it's real kind of grungy pop rock, um, really good, really edgy and fun. I do believe they've kind of split up now, and that they they're forming new acts. They kind of took Sewer as far as they could get. And now they're, they're moving into, you know, new new areas. We should probably play one of their tracks. We've talked about them a lot, but we haven't played anything of theirs. So we, yeah. should, we should probably sort that out. Let's play one next week. All right. We will forget by next week, but there we go. Time for our interview then. So uh, this week we are joined by Tom Mallard from uh, Riverbank in Chippenham. He is the equivalent of me, really, but in Chippenham. So he does an awful lot of youth-orientated um, work. He also does occasionally does promotions. He runs the he, the, the Battle of the Bands in Chippenham. Um, Generally speaking, he's just a really positive member of the Chippenham community um, and someone that you should be looking out for if you ever need to get into Chippenham. You want to be talking to Tom. We've invited you onto the podcast today to talk because you are the brain and drive behind the Chippenham Riverbank Studios. Mm. So... Anybody who's listening who doesn't know Chippen and Riverbank Studios, do you want to give us a brief outline of who you are, what you do, how long you've been going, that kind of thing? And we'll, we'll dig into it a bit in a second.
1: Yeah, sure. So I started there when it was part of the Wiltshire Council Youth Service. They had a music offer, so there was a couple of rehearsal rooms and they had recording equipment. I started volunteering there after I finished uni. I'd been going to it when it was at the Bush Centre anyway, so I was familiar with it um it's like okay we need to be putting on gigs we need to get more people involved blow it up quite a bit uh they cut all the funding to the youth service so me and guy who oh you know guy
0: for for the guys who you do the riverbank with isn't
1: it yeah yeah really really talented um recording engineer producer anyway we we took that on as a non-profit that was back in 2014 I think. Was it that long ago?
0: Yeah. Wow. Seven years sounds about right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel that long. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of built it from there, really. So we do rehearsal spaces, recording. It's like the core of it, I suppose.
0: And I about to say, it's specifically aimed at young people, isn't it? Teenagers. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. It's just making them easier, on- really. <laughs> giving them a place to do it. Because I know when I was that age, we would have like, yeah, you know, we'd have killed for something like that we didn't have the space to create. And, you know, within that, we give them as many opportunities as we can. So we do industry day events where you know, we we'll, we'll get a panel of, like, people involved in the music industry come in and answer questions and talk about their careers. Uh, we did a youth cafe for a long, long time before COVID stopped everything. oh uh, Yeah, putting on gigs as well. We do our Battle of the Bands every year. As That's fun. called Take the Stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that sort of links out outside of our little bubble, really, and gets people talking to people who run festivals and have record labels outside of Chippenham.
0: So, well, since you mentioned it, we might as well dig down into Covid, because obviously that put a stop to things. And roughly the same time, you lost your premises, didn't you?
1: Yeah, so... That was like February, so just before the lockdown stuff came in. I was working a lot harder then to get it, keep it going in alternative venues and try and keep the core of it going. Then the lockdown hit and it all had to stop, which was quite a nice break, to be honest. Because uh, it was, <laughs> it was a lot more tiring having to take a car full of equipment out for like every session that we did and
0: unload it,
1: get the you know, pack it up at the end of the day. But you found a home, sort of, yeah, temporarily. So. Back in September, I started working with Candy Arts, who similar to it's more sort of targeted, so it's more sort of focused on at risk children and uh, uh, people who are excluded for various reasons. But you know, they they all do their work through the arts and film and media and that sort of thing. And they've got a shop in Emerygate. It used to be Dorothy Perkins, and it's right. sitting there empty. Yeah, so <laughs> they're like, oh, do you want to do, do you want to just do something in here so we've opened it as like a community space and we've got an art gallery in there like mental health talks sort of workshops going on too and down in the basement yeah i've got i've set up a rehearsal and recording space for riverbank
0: can you um just ex- explain the, the concept behind riverbank what, what was it actually set up for what, what's its main ambition compared to other uh, music-based groups around
1: it's accessibility i suppose so it's for young people We keep the costs as low as we can. At the moment in the shop it's free. Back when we were at the Olympiad we had to charge a little bit but mostly it's sort of funded. Is is it
0: a studio that kids can just come along and record stuff or is there any teaching involved as well?
1: Yeah, we do a bit of tuition. That's just sort of a way of making money for it really. I, I used to run this project called School of Rock where we'd get kids who were struggling to find bands would come in and get them making music together sort of getting them out of their bedroom, you know, and getting them out of the house and getting them Playing with actual other musicians, and that was like as far as like making things pay went because we could charge for that, and then the money that made then funded the rehearsal spaces and the recording time. So all of that was free, and the youth cafe, which was free. Yeah, it was a good model while it was there. (laughs) While it lasted, yeah, I don't think I can kind of run it in the space that we have at the shop just because of the size of it. What's your next plans? Because obviously you were due to do a battle of the bands
0: last year. You got through the heats. You, you, you know, you, we did these gigs and then you weren't able to do the final. And now we had a guy on a few weeks, months back who basically gave you a platform to allow those bands that were due to play the final play at Mighty Fest.
1: Yeah, Richard from Mighty has been really supportive. So one of the prizes anyway was a main stage shot at the festival. Uh, he phoned me up a couple of months ago and said, well, like I've sort of moved things around and I could probably fit all four bands on. So I was like, yes, definitely, we'll do that. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, part of me is like, I don't know if that's replacing the final or if it's just like a nice thing because, you know, there's no sort of winner in that, I guess. Well, everyone. Everyone's
0: a winner in that, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: They get to play a festival. Yeah. So uh, so what's, what's next
0: for you? What's your dream? Presumably you want to raise Riverbank back to where it, where it was fundamentally and, and its position within the community.
1: Yeah, and, you know, having the space at the shop in Emery Gate has been a bit of a lifeline in that it's, it's still really difficult to plan ahead it's still really difficult especially course, yeah, we, don't... It's, we don't know it could be two weeks and they go oh you'll get out of that building yeah it could go on another six months we don't know of course um, at the moment we're just kind of riding that chaotic wave through it all and <laughs> seeing where it goes so, uh, am I right
0: in thinking that you're a drum teacher as well Tom yeah yeah I teach drums yeah are, are you yeah, doing that yeah. remotely at the moment over Zoom?
1: Oh no, I'm back in person, yeah. God, it was so difficult doing it online. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, if there's like a tiny bit of delay for drumming, it's, yeah, it's so limited on what you can do then. Sure. And a lot of the way I teach is quite sort of community, I suppose, or i got two drum kits and a lot of it's like, well, let's try it together, we'll play together or I'll pick up the bass or guitar and play with them. And it's like all of that's Gone when you're doing it online,
0: of course. Of course, yeah. Tom. Do you think you could even teach someone like me to play drums?
1: <laughs> Anyone can play drums, man. <laughs> 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 just, it's brilliant. just hitting stuff, it's just hitting stuff.
0: <laughs> I, it's the hitting them in time that I find is the problem. I can definitely hit them. That's fine, Kieran. You can just go into jazz, you can be a jazz drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think of the, the music scene in Chippenham? Because the, the, you've got a kind of a couple of pub venues, but there, there's no proper kind of main music venue focus in Chippenham. So how, how does how does that kind of reflect to the people who actually live in Chippenham? What do you do there for, for music?
1: So I think it's pretty good, actually. For the size of the town, it's kind of place. It could be bigger. It could be better. Like, it always could, I think. There are a lot of people here who love going to see gigs and they love live music. And there are a lot of musicians around here. We're really close to, you know, we're close to Bristol and we're close to Swindon, who do have good big scenes, um, especially Bristol. Of course. So for a lot of people here, it's kind of, it's easy enough to call Bristol your hometown and, and yeah, you know, get on the train or get, it's like a half hour drive to get to the venue, you know. Yeah, of course. One of the wow. good
0: things with Chippenham, it's got good transport links, isn't it, right next to the motorway and you've got the train station there as well. It's kind of saying the best thing to do in Chippenham is go out of Chippenham to a gig. <laughs> this is it. We're, yeah. We're, we're trying to change that, John. We're trying to say like, visit Chippenham. Yeah. Come to Chippenham.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think, Kieran, especially, you're doing great at it, is sort of, we are trying to get a bit of a homegrown scene. I don't think it'll ever be a huge town to come to because we don't have a venue that's sort of suitable for that kind of thing. And we got the NIL, which is big but expensive and a bit kind yeah. of posh. Like You wouldn't, you wouldn't get like a... A rock band well, like an up-and-coming band in there and have it pay for itself really yeah it's not really gonna awful. happen and we have <laughs> the old road which is kind of the opposite it's like a really cool place to play but it's so small like if you've got anyone Tiny. yeah anyone who's a bit of a name to them it's gonna sell out like instantly like I'm but, Tom, we've yes. already touched
0: on on your own music your bands your your yeah. own projects we need to cover those really quickly as well tell us what's happening in your life aside from riverbank
1: my band's called hogs bison we're on band camp and the other things I guess we're on socials too but like none of us use it I'm not I'm not really into social media <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're really bad on it but uh what's actually going on with that I, I haven't been because we practice in Bristol I haven't been to see them in like four months really since, uh, not since the, the big lockdown in uh, January it was partly because my car Failed its MOT back in November, so. Oh, I feel for you. Getting to Bristol is difficult, and like buying a car during a pandemic is difficult. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. Yeah, but it's, it's three piece, aren't you? It's guitar, drums, bass. We have a synth player now. Way, four piece. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually I've been sitting on some demos for like a year and a half. We we're thinking of putting them out, but.
0: <laughs> I think you should, Tom. I think you should.
1: Yeah, it, like, it, it sounds like you happen. need
0: someone in your band just to do marketing. Does it? It sounds like none of you can do it. Or want to do it?
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. We're all we're all useless with like online stuff and tech.
0: Cool. Right, Tom. Thank oh, you ever so much we, for we coming on the podcast. We, we need to plug the Riverbank. So, if anyone wants to find out more information, where do they oh. where do they go? How do they find you?
1: Facebook, Instagram, uh, Riverbank Chippenham, I think on both.
0: It's so refreshing um, to talk to someone who doesn't care about social media. It's lovely. I wish I could be like that.
1: Oh, it's also- um stopping caring about that was such a big. Improvement on my mental health.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and my well being. Um, That's that's amazing to hear. No, you don't. (laughs) It's incredibly refreshing to hear. Um, But basically, the moral of the story is search Riverbank Chippenham, you'll find you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, Um,
0: it's that time of the podcast where we invite the guest to pick a track. You've picked
1: the track for us this week. Tell us who it is and why you've picked them. My good friends, James Parsons and Ned. I've forgotten his surname. They are <laughs> tea. <laughs> I'm like that all the time. <laughs> they are tea and biscuits. James played at one of my first ever gigs I put on at Riverbank. Actually, he's a good Riverbank story. He's like, oh, that gig meant so much to me, man. It kind of gave me a lot of confidence to go on and do more amazing. Gigs. Anyway, Bath College. You know, he's yeah, he's putting out lots of music.
0: So, Fantastic.
1: Um, yeah, I thought I'd pick him. He seemed fitting. Uh, and it's a tr- track called Lemons and Lemonade.
2: Back when, when I was a boy, life was simpler, just running around, forever making noise without an ounce of care to spare. A few years passed, the old man shrank, and I became aware. When life Commentary Blipping our forever changing lives The more we play at the living Is how we end up old and wise For everything is all a lesson Even forgetting a sock when dressing Or doing up your flights When life gives you lemons Make lemons My mind with a ball and chain Sometimes all I wish for is to turn off my brain Just for a bit to get a rest from it all Like a mini vacation in an empty hole. I don't live for you as your son Cause I don't give a fuck anymore
0: Okay, so that is "Lemons and Lemonade" by a band Tea and Biscuits, um, which is a, a chippenham based group that's come out of the work that Tom's been doing over there, so. and they're mighty fine indeed. I'm surprised actually how long they've been going. I thought they were um, a much more recent band. They've been around for quite some time, so they weren't on my, like off my radar. But certainly, I hadn't given them a show yet. So or, uh, over this way, so something I'll have to rectify at some point in the future. Right, let's let's do some news. You had a, you had your Glastonbury rant last week, um, yeah. which mean, meant that we didn't get time to talk about Download, which was some very exciting news. So, so yeah, Download is brilliant. So Download have taken the leaf out of Two Thousand Trees's book, and they've done an all UK lineup, kind of a piloty festival pilot thing, isn't it? But um, all UK lineup, absolutely sensational, and for me, this is. Kind of one of the many things that COVID has done is it's, it's create, changed the way that we work and, and, and challenged us into into finding new ways of working. And what Download have effectively done is they've identified future headliners of festivals like Download, bands that are going to keep going and keep progressing, like Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, who are now headlining Download on the on the first day. This is brilliant champion of British music and. Uh, Obviously, Test Pilot, it's absolutely fantastic for us to be actually considering doing these events. So I am delighted. It's funny, you you mentioned taking a leaf out of 2000 Trees book, but in more recent years, 2000 Trees have gone the other way. They've gone with more international acts. And from speaking to Andy earlier in the year, we said, oh, George, fancy doing a UK-only lineup?" And and he was very coy about that. And obviously, Trees isn't going ahead this year. But it's the whole attitude to to having UK-based acts. Trees just kept developing. Download are always an international festival, but they've kind of reverted, whereas Trees grew to being an international festival. But fundamentally, it was 2000 Trees that kind of originally led with the British lineups and Download have somewhat followed suit. And I am, I am really, really delighted about that. Yeah. So Download is taking place with a 10,000 capacity in the uh, uh, middle of June, 18th to the 20th of June. What a lineup. So the headliners are Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Enter Shikari and Bullet for My Valentine. Austin Manor, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls, Skindreds, The Wild Hearts, Trash Boat, Massive Waggons, Jamie Lemon, Vicovi, A, While She Sleeps, Creeper, Twin Atlantic, Lotus Eater. I mean, there's loads of bands there that have played for me. I'm so absolutely proud to be able to associate myself with half of those acts. It's just incredible. What a lineup! Sounds like someone's looking for a VIP pass there. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm, too, I'm sorry, too busy, I'm afraid, John. <laughs> Don't forget you can get in touch with us shearisolation at gmail.com or you can follow us on various social streaming services. Karen, thank you for joining me. I will let you Always a pleasure, on, never a chore. Crack on with the rest of your day. Hey, right, take care, buddy. Alright, see you later. All right, bye. bye. bye.